This I Work For Him podcast is brought to you by the Pocket Testament League. Visit ptl.org for practical resources and encouragement to help you share your faith. ptl.org. Welcome to I Work For Him, where we're going to just stretch and challenge you all day long. We get to stretch ourselves too, Jim? Yes. Well, well, every time we always stretch an audience, we stretch ourselves. But I think that that's something really important. But Martha, I just think it's really important that listeners know and understand as we expand. Now, we're in four different markets across the country. In Tampa Bay, all over Tampa Bay on, on a great Salem station, and all over Jacksonville and uh, St. Augustine and Norfolk, Virginia and uh, Cherokee County, Georgia, that people can come alongside of us in the ministry. That's right, Jim. So we truly are a 501c3, a nonprofit um, ministry set out to help equip our listeners um, for connecting their faith in their work. And people can come alongside us. They can be a partner. They can um, give as a one-time gift, or they can come along on a weekly or monthly basis, whatever they decide that they would want to do. And um, really, it's about the impact. It's about um, seeing lives being changed, workplaces being transformed, which therefore is a huge, you know, as somebody said recently, it's an untapped mission field. And so we're trying to tap into that mission field and say, you know what, the Lord has great work to do in the workplace. So they can go to our website, iworkforhim.com, and we have a donate button. You can click there to find out more about giving online. If you also want to just send a check in the mail, people can do that. Our address, I say people, you guys, the listeners, you can come alongside and do that. So all that information, I know, but I, I, I want to talk to them and not you. Okay. So that's, that was my point there, but we have the address right there on the page for you guys. So please check it out. Look at the, I work for him website. I work for him.com the donate tab and all the information is there with some different ways that you can walk along our side. You know, our tagline as an organization is transforming the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. And that's really what we're trying. I mean, that's what we talk about each and every day on the air. Uh, And so we're trying to find the best way to get people to call to action. Yesterday on the show, we talked about how we're going to open up every show answering the questions and and dealing with the issues of stuff that our listeners are dealing with. I mean, have them call in to the listener line, 866-713-9675, 866-713-WORK, and share with us maybe a situation they've got at work and they're looking for a way to make it to, to... just different ways to look at the workplace like a mission field. And so we want people to use the listener line so that we can then play back their question and discuss it and answer it during the first segment of every show. That's right. So for instance, yesterday we talked about um, the question of, or the conversation around the whole idea of I'm, I want to quit my job and go into full-time ministry. Um, and just really we're able to have a good discussion around that. And shed some light on some ways of thinking. So it may be something that you're struggling with a boss or you're struggling with, um, you know, how do you deal with a, um, unmanageable amount workload and, or it could be a coworker or, um, an integrity issue, whatever it might be within your workplace, or maybe you're just working too much and you know, it's stressing your family and how do you, you know, asking questions about, um, how to put, take all of that in perspective. 
So that's what we want to be able to talk with you about. So please call the listener line, 866-713-9675. Leave us a message. The instructions are there. You guys know what to do. You've, you've left a few messages places before, so that part's pretty simple. Well, and, 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 and I, I'm sorry. I thought you were done. Well, I was just going to say, phrase it in such a way that we can just play your soundbite on the radio to start the conversation. Well, and let's make this a contest. Okay. okay. So How are we going to do that, Jim? Between now and the Jim? end of the week... All of the questions, all of the comments that are submitted, things that we can use to talk about on the air, at the end of the week, we're going to pick the best question asked, the one that we think resonates with the most people, and we will do a Facebook video all about that question. Okay, kind of like a bonus reel, huh? Like a bonus reel based on the best question, and we'll give credit to where credit is due. Okay. All right, so the question for today was brought to us by Bill, a listener, who said, you know, I've been retired for a little while right now, and it just feels like I'm a little narcissistic because every day I just ask what I want to do, whether I want to go play golf or I want to go play tennis or I want to go read a book. It seems like it's all about me. How do I make retirement have meaning and have it not all be focused on me? Because he was feeling bad about it being focused yeah, on him. Yeah, because this is a Jesus-following guy who's ha- mm-hmm. had purpose all his life, and then all of a sudden uh, he is feeling like, well, I have choices between what I want to do and what I want to do. So, Bill, here's, here's our perspective on this, and, and unless you want to go first, Martha. Well, no, first I just want to say it's a great question. It's a fantastic question. And I would have to imagine that um, most Americans – that get into this stage of retirement and after the first couple of months of, you know, getting all the things done on your to-do list and, and things like that. that so if I that, retired, would my to-do list really wear out, run out? I don't know, Jim, would it? I don't know, honey. I'm going to talk about your to-do list that you have for me. Would it run out? Would I run out of things to put on your to-do yes. list? Well... <laughs> I'm just curious. I I, I've never had that thought before, so I guess I couldn't tell you. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. I don't know that you ever, I think it's kind of like us as people, we're never completely perfect. So I can't imagine that, you know, we'd, we'd completely fix everything around us. Every, every tile that needed to be grout and every uh, window that needed to be clean. No, cause they'd get dirty again. <laughs> so I think your list would always be so there. You may be thinking, why did we not play that question on the air? Well, I would tell you that happened in a conversation we had and, and so we didn't record it. We probably should have recorded it cause it was a fantastic question. But the, the point is still, we really need to talk about this because there is a, there are millions, literally 40 to 50 million uh, baby boomers that are retired now. And uh, of that, let's just say that 30% of them are are Christians. So that's talking 15 million Christians who are retired, quote unquote. I mean, here's the deal. I mean, if there's one thing we know, Martha, that we've seen across the country is that there's a desperate need for people that are chronologically superior to invest in the next generations. And one of the ways to do that is through chaplaincy. And people go, well, I don't know if I could be a chaplain. Well, there's a desperate need for men and women to take the just their their grace and their mercy and their love for people and invest in them on a daily basis in a purposeful manner through organizations like Marketplace Chaplains or Corporate Chaplains or some of these other chaplaincy organizations. But it, it and also... Or it could also just be, well, just comment on that first before I go on to my other 
Well, I wanted to, I'm, I'm asking, the, I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. Are you just going to give him a list of things he can do? Or are we going to talk about the, his struggle? Well, it, it, I think we should talk about his struggle. How do we deal with that struggle? Yeah, I think that that's one of the, I think that's the first question is saying, well, how are you spending your time? And I think for somebody who's saying, you know, I feel like this has all become about me, they're already, their heart is in the right place because right. they're saying, I know that's probably not the right place to be. So how can I be more purposeful in my retirement? And so I think the first question to ask yourself, if you are in this situation, Okay. And you're tired of being narcissistic. <laughs> well, no. Or you're just saying, okay, Lord, I'm feeling convicted or I, I'm supposed to do something to the next level. The things that you're already doing put more intentionality behind it. When you're playing golf. When you're playing golf, when you're playing tennis, when you're, um, you know, taking those walks, when you're, whatever it is that you are doing to fill your current time, um, do it. What, what intentionality can you add to the situation? Um, you know, we talk all the time about, uh, you just brought up chaplaincy, pocket testament right. leave. I went to solving the problem instead of talking. That's okay. Uh, but, uh, but I just think it's, it's saying, what can I do differently? Let's ask that question. Well, oh, I was, I'm going to, I'm going to get spiritual. Sunday okay. school answer coming up here. Okay. It's like, okay, Bill, have you asked the Lord how he wants you spending your time? Because here's, here's the one thing I can tell you with all certainty is that the scriptures do not support a life of complete leisure. That is not what we're called to do. So you, there are incredible things that you can do. And I believe that you just need to ask the Lord, Lord, what can I do? How can I live with a greater level of intentionality each and every day of my retirement? But we just really want to welcome you and thank you for tuning in. And, and today's kind of one of those free-for-all days where Martha and I are sharing some things from our hearts. You know, many times in the past, we called this Together on Tuesdays with Jim and Martha Brangenberg as we dealt with marriage and relationship issues. But today we're just dealing with our own marriage and relationship issues and we're sharing them online. I was just going to say, Jim, I kind of feel like this is an opportunity for people to just kind of eavesdrop or be that um, mouse in the corner. Although I hate mice. You can be that mouse in the corner. <laughs> Please do not but send we, Martha a pet mouse. No, or any images of mice. But I will say that we want to invite you into the conversation, not to just be that eavesdropper, even though this is an opportunity for Jim and I to talk back and forth, but we are inviting you into the conversation. And if you have something to add or just a comment based on anything we say today, you can call that listener line for that as well. 866-713-9675, 866-713-WORK. All right. So let's talk about that listener line. We put it out there. You know, because we broadcast the show up multiple different times during the day, so we can't just take calls during one of the shows because it will leave out a lot of our other audiences. But we developed a listener line where you can call and leave a minute-long message to give us feedback from anywhere. I mean, it's 24 hours a day. It's out there. So we would love to hear. I mean, we really want to hear from people from Cherokee County, Georgia, that are listening to the show, and people from uh, from the Norfolk, uh, Portsmouth, Chesapeake, Hampton Virginia Beach, Rose. Hampton Roads area of Virginia. And we want to hear from people in Jacksonville. We want to hear people from all over Tampa Bay, from south of Ocala to north of Fort Myers, all the way over to Disney. We want to hear from you. Lakeland, Florida, where we're on an FM uh, station there as well. Mm -hmm. We want to hear from you. We want to hear your hearts and questions. We want to know what are some of the things you want us to talk about in there. Just like that question that Bill asked that we talked about in the last, uh, that we've talked about 
the, I mean, that's those are the kinds of questions we want to hear about all the time. That's right. So um, we want to be a resource and we want the Lord to speak through us. Help us to even if it takes some research to answer a question, Jim, you up for that? I, I'm up a little for, research. I'm up a little research. Absolutely, I'm a little research. You know, when you work for the Lord, here, here's this, here's where we intro this conversation for today. When you work for the Lord, which we all do, nothing is predictable, and nothing is the same each and every day. That's the good news. When following Jesus is life is exciting. That's the bottom line. Life is exciting when you're following Jesus. But sometimes that exciting seems a little freaky scary. But when you decide to rely on the Holy Spirit for direction, things calm down a little. All right. Now, most of you know that I'm not calm. So that does not mean I don't rely on the Holy Spirit. No, it just means I'm really hyper. You know, people say, well, Jim, how much caffeine do you drink every day? The answer is, I haven't had any caffeine yet today. So, uh, I mean, it just, I just am normally hyper. My poor parents. Uh, oh, my poor wife. They've, my wife has lived with me way longer than my parents. All right. So does that mean I rely on the Holy Spirit? Is that why I'm not at peace? I probably don't rely on the Holy Spirit near as much as I should. But I, dig, I digress. Today, Martha, and I really want to talk about some things that are, that are laying heavy on our heart. And we want to invite you into that conversation. Kind of like a fireside chat without the fire because it's wicked hot in Florida. Who the heck wants a fire? Ah, so sit back and relax. And like I said, we want to hear from you. 866-713-9675. 866-713-WORK. Please plug it into your phone. Num- Martha, that number again? 866-713-9675. And the 9675 translates into W-O-R-K on your keyboard. Not W-O-R-K in Cincinnati because that was... WKRP. KRP in Cincinnati. <laughs> Going But retro. every time I hear that, W-O-R-K in I Cincinnati. Know. All right. Okay. You think of that. So let's talk about the road trip because God gave us the ability during the la- end of May all the way till just last week to do a road trip from South Florida all the way over to Arizona to Scottsdale, then all the way up to Denver, Colorado, and up all the way up to Loveland, Colorado, then all the way out to Louisville or Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville. 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 That's there right. You go. If you're from there, you don't say it in three syllables, you say it in just two. Louisville. Or almost one. It's or, like yeah. one and a half. Yeah. And if you have if you have certain things in your mouth while you're saying it, it comes out even better. Okay. Okay. And then all the way back home. All right, so Martha, tell me, you know, and we stopped in Austin, Texas. That was our first stop. Mm-hmm. What was, what would you say what was one of the highlights for you in Austin, Texas? Um, I think, well, in Austin, actually on our way to Austin, I'm just going to bring this up. Stop for some excellent barbecue. Oh, yeah. Met a great little server. Mackenzie. Um, Mackenzie. Wasn't it Mackenzie? Yep. That, yeah, Mackenzie. Yep. And um, just in the brief interaction with her, told her we were had our, a radio show where we talked about faith and work. She ends up looking us up online, joining the nation. Just a great interaction. And then sitting there eating barbecue, met a, a guy was who was really a, good barbecue. A guy who was a train conductor and, or engineer, which I'm not sure what you call it. So I hope I don't insult him. He drives by saying trains. That. He it's not like you ever steer. Train. But. Yeah, but he said there is a difference between driving a train on the flat land versus one with hills. So even the hills of Texas, which aren't really, it's not like one, it's like a slow incline. But he said it makes a difference. It's tough work. So anyway, just great conversation along the road. And I thought that that was really valuable because it showed us 
that just um, being friendly can lead to a relationship. Even You, know, you never know where it's going to lead. So to me, that was a big uh, part of the journey. And we got accused by several people on social media that we just ate our way to Arizona. Did we, Jim? Um, yes. In fact... Well, you know what? You do eat meals. And so. why not, when you're in Texas, eat a lot of barbecue? My favorite comment somebody made was, Hey, Jim, maybe we just should rename you Brisket. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so anyway, in Austin, meeting people along the road, that was a great thing for me. Um, moving on to Arizona. Wait a minute. Do I get a chance to say my best part about Austin? Sure, Jimmy. Go, Jimmy, go right ahead. Jimmy? I don't know why. <laughs> We're making up names for you. you. Jimmy, brisket Jimmy. Wow. Okay. Go right I, ahead. I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm at a loss for words. I don't, I don't okay. Austin. Austin, Texas. We got to... Um, meet up with Chris Champion from Corporate Chaplains. Mm -hmm. And we got to then do an interview, which we played while we're on the road, um, from a gentleman who ran a business that had two different businesses, one in Austin, one in Houston. And he was contemplating bringing in Corporate Chaplains. And we just told him what a fantastic idea it was. He ran a high-tech, two high-tech companies. And he goes, well, I don't know a lot of believers in here. said, this is perfect. It's just these are, the, the chaplains will make a huge difference. So... Uh, we uh, really wanted to make sure that, I mean, we, it was just a thrill to be part of that. And then Chris says, hey, by the way, I t I'll take you out for lunch. It was four o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, no, we need to start heading towards Arizona. But we stopped at that trailer. It was like a little... It, more barbecue. More barbecue. Food truck. Food truck. But it was a food trailer. And we had more barbecue. So, Jim, it's a little deeper than just food, right? What, the show? Yeah. Hey, we'd love to hear how, yes, because we got to hear how this guy's heart, he came from New Zealand and how the Lord used soccer, no, not soccer, rugby in his life to lead him to run a high tech company and really living out his faith and his work. That was a, it was just a great interview, great time, just transparent time with an executive. I really enjoyed that. It was just, and it was almost impromptu. Yeah, for sure. So um, one of the things that I think we have the pleasure of bringing our listeners alongside is hearing what God is doing in education, because I think that that is one of the um, big areas that we don't realize that if we can get the young adults as they're going into the universities and colleges um, to understand that whatever they're training for is their mission field. And that may mean uh, the training for the CPA exams, that's going to be their mission field, being a CPA. And how are they going to do that um, without having some help from the university? So I loved in Arizona that we met up with the Arizona Christian University and we learned about them. And when we come back, we'll talk about that. But I want to give people an opportunity to engage with us. Not only do we want to hear from you on our listener line, 866-713-9675, 866-713-WORK. We would love for you to consider, just as you do, if, you, if, if our work for him has really touched your life, challenged you to, to, to live out your faith and your work with a lot more intentionality, would you please give people across the country an opportunity to hear the same show mm -hmm. and join us in this? And for we, you know, if you go to our website, iworkforhim.com, that's iwork, the number four, him.com, click on the donate tab. You've got lots of different options of doing that. But if you'll commit to a monthly gift for a year or more, we're developing T-shirts that'll be I Work For Him T-shirts. We will send you an I Work For Him T-shirt your size if you'll make a commitment to a monthly gift of more than $25. We would love to be able to join you with that. But Martha, you had a scripture that you want to share with the audience before we get talking about Arizona Christian University, but we want to remind our listeners 
to call the listener line and yes. tell them why, honey. Well, because we want to address questions, situations, um, just comments that you may have. So if you call the listener line at 866-713-9675, or you can go to I Work For Him contact page. We've got the number there to call, or you can email us um, a comment if you'd rather type it out than to leave a voicemail. But we really want to hear from you. And Jim, that includes the podcasters. So people Absolutely. listening on podcasts, you were, point, you were addressing the radio audience and we are grateful for you and we're grateful for the podcast listeners. All of you, all y'all, as they say in the South, can call in Martha, and leave a message. I think Jim just South. rolled his eyes. No, I said, as they say in the South. I didn't say, as I say, you say all because y'all. I'm in the Martha's South. Martha's a dot. We don't live in the South. The South That's is okay. north of here. I like all y'all. So I like all y'all to call in and uh, leave us that information. But one of the, and there, that way we can address some of the things that are on your heart. I read 866-713-9675. Jim wants to make sure you get that phone number. Plug it into your phone. 866-713-WORK. Or you can send your question, your comment to iworkforhim.com. Just go on to iworkforhim.com, click on the contact page. So we so. were this spring at the Interna International Culture Shapers Summit in Washington, D.C. And they had vendors that had booths um, to expose people to different product resources, ministries, uh, businesses, all kinds of different things. And one of the booths that was there was Broad Street Publications. We love Broad Street. They publish a lot of great books that we have highlighted on the show, but they gave each of us a copy of the new Bible translation, the Passion Translation. I started reading it, and so I just wanted to share a little bit of the things that um, I've been reading out of it, because I think that it will spur some of you to really look into this as a possibility of something that you want to um, take some time and read the scripture in the Passion Translation. So I've been in Proverbs. Proverbs is full of things on wisdom and um, how to live out your life. And it's just really has struck me with so many different things. So um, a couple of things in Proverbs 8, the whole chapter is entitled Wisdom Calling. Wisdom is calling, you know, like wisdom is calling. So some of the verses that I've underlined, I wanted to just share. One of them is verse five, where it says, listen to me and you will be prudent and wise for even the foolish and feeble can receive an understanding heart that will change their inner being. So even if I'm being feeble or foolish, even I can receive wisdom that will help me. Um, and I just, I, I just think that's so powerful the way it's worded. So those are not often things that I would use to describe you. But what it's saying is that you don't have to be perfect in order to listen to God and get wisdom. So another verse was verse nine of um, Proverbs eight. All my words are clear and straightforward to everyone who possesses spiritual understanding. If you have an open mind, you will receive revelation knowledge. And I think one of the things I've been hearing a lot of people tell us lately, Jim and listeners, is the fact that God has the answers if we just ask for them. And so we need to spend more time asking because we're searching for, you know, a better way to do something or how to spend my time or what things to focus on, 
in, in our situation, it's the radio, but in somebody else's situation, it might be a, a project at work or something at home. Um, I'm going to read it again. Proverbs 8, 9. All my words are clear and straightforward to everyone who possesses spiritual understanding. If you have an open mind, you will receive revelation knowledge. So I, those are just, I could go on and on. I've just been really impacted by the things. Um, can I read another one? One more? It's the Bible, right? You're not going to say no. I can't say I no. Say. Okay, my so life. I can't Proverbs say no. 8, um, verse 17. I will show my love to those who passionately love me, for they will search and search continually until they find me. This is a verse I've had on a sticker on my desk um, quite often where it, it says, you know, they will... They will know me when they search with your whole heart. And so this is this is a, a, just another translation of that. I will show my love to those who passionately love me, for they will search and search continually until they find me. You know, I, I, the practical application of some of that stuff is just, I have learned, I, I learned years ago that God wanted to be involved in the intimate details of our lives. But a lot of times it's, You'll hear that you're in the middle of something and you'll hear that still small voice and you're like, what was that? Should I be listening to that? Is that just a silly thought? Where, where did that come from kind of a thing? Um, and But I have learned that when I get involved in situations that normally man would just try to beat their head through the wall to try to figure out. And it's like, okay, God, can you just tell me what I'm supposed to do here? Mm-hmm. For instance, this past weekend, we went shopping to buy new locks for the house that we moved into. And when we got home, one of the old locks, which we're going to replace. Don't tell anybody. We hadn't rekeyed it yet. We hadn't re- That's what you were well, just we hadn't admitting. rekeyed the house, but now <laughs> it's been rekeyed. But in the process of rekeying, the old lock, the old door lock, it wouldn't open the door. All of a sudden, bef- actually before we started messing with before it. Before we started actually replacing it, luckily Martha was on one side of the door and I was on the other side of the door and she calls me and she says, I can't get out of the house. Yeah, I and, was and so in the laundry room. I, and Martha had to go, and so I like okay. I, I I kept walking around trying to figure. I mean, I literally took the doorknob apart. I took that off. I'm like, Lord, I have no idea how to get this out of it. It would not work. I, it, it was broken. Something broke in the mechanism to make the little dealy bob retract the from the hole. Bob. I can't even think of what it's called, but the yeah. dealy bob that retract from the hole that holds the door from opening. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Lord, what do I do? And he, and he just said shove a screwdriver a flat screwdriver in that and and just wiggle it and i it'll come loose and it did so i just know that god really cares about those details and then did you hear the angel choir sing like whoa you got it uh no no i didn't see if i'd have been doing that i'd have heard the angel choir sing (laughs) all right but those are the practical things i mean when you get that same kind of uh, uh thing applies when you be given a difficult assignment at work when you don't really know how to solve the assignment, mm-hmm. it, it's like you can say, Lord, I, I mean, we know that the Lord wants to work alongside of us. Here's the greatest example. God tells Adam to name all the animals. And, and Adam goes, okay. And God says, I'll bring them all to you. You can name them. God wants to work alongside of us in our work. But we need to give them opportunity. We need to say, God, would you help me in this? Maybe there's an assignment you're struggling with, or maybe there's a... Uh, 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 per, uh, just a task or a sale that you're trying to close. You just say, what, what is it that I can do? You know, I was thinking about to ask for help. We need to ask for help. I was thinking about the people that have logistics as their job, whether it's, um, you know, figuring out which, mo- 
lawn to go mow at what time to make the best use of your time because we have a lot of people that do that in florida everybody there's a lawn mower company barely anybody mows their own lawn around here well yeah because there's no space in the garages to hold a lawn mower so you have to hire somebody (laughs) you can't have a shed in the neighborhoods okay yeah it's a a terrible problem but anyway you think about the logistics of that and sometimes you can get bogged down in those details and ask the lord to give you some ideas all right now we promised the listeners we talk a little bit more about our road trip and we had the privilege of teaming up with guy rogers the ceo and president of pinnacle forum out of scottsdale mm-hmm. arizona and we he hosted us doing four shows while we were there and one of the shows was with the pima county attorney which was phenomenal you got to make sure you listen to that one uh we played that one on june the 20th um but the one that was really really fun was meeting len munsell the president of arizona christian university that's right jim and as we were on the air, because we didn't set up the interviews, we didn't have a whole lot of, um, no, it wasn't like us, where normally we're like, oh, that's a story that needs to be told on the air. We've already kind of heard the story. This was a fun situation to be in because as the show developed, we began to realize that God has put in Len Munsell, the president of Arizona Christian University, the desire to raise up and educate on a seven mountain strategy in a whole university. So taking this whole idea that there, there are people that were, are going there for the medical field, people that are going to the university there for journalism or and any and every of their majors are being educated to understand that that is their mission field. When they go be a science or they go be a nurse in a hospital or they um, go into education, go into education government, that that is the mission field they're training for. Yeah, Not only to be do it with excellence, to be able to, you know, take people's blood if they're a phlebotomist or whatever, <laughs> but to do but, it with excellence, do it well, to know their field and to love people like Jesus. How about this? Not only do they teach them to do it with excellence, they get a diploma, but at the same time when they're walking down the stage, they can say and know with all fervency, I work for him. Yeah. They understand that concept. And so we want to make sure that you guys understood that there's a university out there designed to train you in so many different fields and it's Arizona Christian University mm-hmm. and they train up every student to understand I work for him. There is no kids that are going to graduate from there and go, huh, well, I wish I could quit my job so I could go get involved in ministry. No, they understand that no matter what they do, that it, whether it's science, technology, yeah. engineering, math, political science, pre-med, education, they understand that I work for him is the core principle that they need to, that they need to take away from it. And that Pretty was just exciting. fantastic. Yeah. Arizona Christian University and that. So if you've got kids that still haven't decided where they want to go to school this fall, they've got room. And that's the other thing. Len Munsell living out his faith and his work. They were capped out at 800 students. They didn't have anywhere to grow. And they were praying for a miracle. And how could they grow? And they didn't have any money. And it turns out Arizona State University wanted the campus that Arizona Christian University was on. And Arizona State University had a campus that was three times larger than Arizona Christian University's campus, and they wanted to trade. They did a land deal. They did a land deal. And Arizona Christian University just moved into a campus that can hold three times as many students, and they and now they can educate even more people, thousands every year to the whole theory of, not to the whole theory, the whole practice of I work for him. So make sure you check them out online. Do you remember what the website was? I think if they just Google Arizona, Arizona Christian, Christian University. University. All right. 
You're listening to the I Work For Him radio show, and we're, we've been talking about so many different things today, but really, number one, connect with us on our listener line, 866-713-9675, 866-713-WORK. We want to hear from you. We want to share your thoughts and questions on the air. And as we continue our conversation, just about our road trip, the one we just got off a month-long road trip, and, and it's, it's been so much fun. We have such an amazing privilege to capture stories of Jesus followers across the country living out their faith in the work, whether they're government workers, whether they're teachers, whether they're engineers, mathematicians, whether they run businesses or run organizations, or whether they're cleaning floors. We've done a lot with janitors and commercial cleaning people. Just fantastic stories. Fantastic, fantastic stories. You know, and, and Michael Miracle, we got a question for you, our, the producer of I Work For Him. Michael, when we're on the road, you get an opportunity to kind of sneak peek the shows and, and, and you know, we don't get to do them all together because sometimes we're, we're crammed in a convention and you're not there with us. What, from our last road trip, do you have a show that really spoke to your heart? Um, not off the top of my head, but I will say this. The sneak peek um, uh, uh, link that we have on our website is something that I don't think that we've talked about a ton. Tell people about it. Yeah, so it's um, right up there on the front page. Click on the, uh, go go to the left-hand side, up, upper left-hand side of the of our Facebook page under the podcast link, I do believe, or hit the podcast link, and then there are, there are uh, some tags over there on the right-hand side, uh, together on Tuesdays, interviews, and then there's a special sneak peak link that we're actually going to have a post on it on our Facebook page here the next day or two but uh, you can get a uh, a free audio recording of some shows that folks haven't even listened to yet They're, they haven't been aired yet and and uh, you get to be uh, sort of like a part of an exclusive club to get a hold of that audio before anybody else does pretty cool that is cool. And, and so there's there's links on Facebook. There's also on our website. Click on the iworkforhim.com, iwork4him.com. Click on the Listen tab. Go to the podcast page, and you can get access to the sneak peeks as well. And there's probably oh, there's a, there's a half a dozen of them out there right now. Yep, got about six and, up there right now, yeah. And then they disappear um, from that page once they are broadcast. But the podcast does not disappear. It just gets moved under the regular broadcast in the order it was uh, produced. All right. So we want to talk about, you know, the privilege that we have across the country, but we want to invite you, our listeners, you know, let's say your name is Jim, or maybe your name is John, or maybe your name is Michael. Maybe your name is Sarah, whatever your name is, just know that the Lord knows you very, very well. And he knows that you need, I work for him just to encourage you to live out your faith in your work and, and, he just keeps reminding us that we need to keep going with the show and, and capture more and more stories. But honestly, we need your partnership. We need you to join us in this trek as we capture the stories of, of people in the kingdom. So we would love for you to join us uh, by supporting us financially. That's right. So the, um, the easiest way to do that is go to iworkforhim.com, go to the donate tab, and you can set up a payment right there and really understand that we know that you prayerfully consider uh, the opportunity to um, invest in this ministry. You're not investing in Jim and Martha. You're investing in the opportunity to impact people. The stories that we share, the um, life change that's happening from our listeners. You know, we um, get the, we need to do a better job and we will work on this of sharing those stories with you, the impact that we're hearing from our listeners when they do reach out testimonials. And, um, but 
it is happening and we are just honored to be able to lift up what God's doing in the workplace and you can help us to get that message to more people. 866-713-9675 is our listener line, 866-713-WORK. And we want to hear from you questions that you'd like for us to address, topics, issues, things that you would love to hear us talk about here on I Work For Him. And we're going to have a contest out there for the best questions submitted this week. We're going to do, Martha and I will do a, speci- a specific Facebook video dealing with your question. So we're going to do Facebook Live um, Friday afternoon sometime. Based on the best question. We need to pick a time, Jim. 5 p.m. 5 p.m. So if you're in your car, please be careful. Please don't be watching. Well, that's 5 p.m. Eastern, so that'll be 2 o'clock in the afternoon in California. All right. So, you know, it's time for a little Friday afternoon break. You can watch our Facebook Live. It'll just be a couple minutes, but we'll discuss something that um, has come up this week. And if you decide you want to be a partner with iWorkFrim, committing... Uh, $25 or more a month to iWorkFram, we will send you an iWorkFram t-shirt. Martha, you got to get those things printed. We've been working on it. Now we have an impetus for all of our new people, the people that commit to giving $25 or more a month or more. All righty. Well, make sure that you uh, put a note out there to go to our donate page. Thank you so much for uh, taking the time to do that and, and consider coming alongside us. So Jim. Yes. In Colorado. We got to go to Colorado. Beautiful state of Colorado. Which we had never been to Colorado together ever. And we'd only ever been, you as a little kid, and me as a teenager on a spring break. Yeah. So we got to see some old friends and some new friends. We got to meet some people. My goodness, did we get to network. Um, we attended. Did we get to network or as Matt Bird said, oh, did yeah. we develop relationships? Ah. We really did develop relationships. And we, and we get this whole... Um, you know, Matt Bird's coming on again next Monday. We can, we can ask him that question. Well, no, we know the answer. I'm pretty sure. I'm going to tell him it's networking just to get him yeah, all riled get up. Get him again. all riled up. Okay, but we did get to meet some incredible people. We did. And so. Um, what was your favorite story? We met up with Kingdom, uh, Kingdom at Work Ministry, Kingdom Way Ministries in yep. Loveland, Colorado. Kingdom yep. Way Ministries in Loveland, Colorado. What was your favorite story? Or uh, out of all of our time there, we interviewed a ton of people, plus, we got to attend one of their events. We did. Um, I would say um, just a conversation that comes to top of mind was a gal who came up to me after the Kingdom Way Ministries event and just said, Common common Pursuit. pursuit Common Pursuit was the name of the event. They call their quarterly events. And um, she just came up to me and had a conversation around the whole um, idea of women and um, in women that desire to have more of this conversation about faith and work and especially in the realm of um businesses that are owned by women you know so she was a photographer her name was jessica and it just really struck me that um there are a lot of people that god has created with the entrepreneurial spirit, but they want to do it in a way that they steward it very, very well for the kingdom. So it was just a a great conversation. And I just want to um, uh, tell our listeners that if you're an entrepreneur, you're looking at ways to do your business um, to glorify him, then that's a great conversation to be having in your area. And if you want help in getting that conversation going in your area, um, Dan Anderson from Uh, Kingdom Way Ministries has offered to answer questions and help you get something started in your area. 
And that lady's, uh, young lady's name was Jessica that you talked to in yeah. Colorado. Now, what I thought was a phenomenal conversation, uh, we ran into somebody, and we're just trying to find his business card, what we're talking about, um, was, uh, oh, I can't believe I'm doing this on the air. Um, okay, so we met a guy, oh, what's his name, from Minneapolis. Yeah. Who was in Colorado? Why was he in Colorado? Well, because he's he's um, by oh, that's resident right. or whatever that's you right. want to call it. Where he's he, a snowbird, they, but they, he lives where they it snows life both between Minneapolis and Colorado. And so it was very great to meet someone that not only um, was live face to face at the event, but we have a lot of commonality with them um, and being from Minneapolis. And that, you know, I think this just shows us how God is creating this huge web of um, relationships across the country, because we have no idea um, how he is putting people together and putting us in our path. And the fact that I got that out of him in just a couple of convers- com- a couple of we minutes standing friends. at our booth. Yeah. So pretty neat, pretty neat that that was happening. But Jim, you wanted to talk about Cal Zant's conversation just for a moment. So he talked about loving your people that you work, that work for you. Well, what's there to talk about? You just gave it all away. <laughs> okay. So, but really, seriously, Cal Zant, we've hooked up with him in Lubbock, Texas, multiple times before. And he's with Beaton Bow Homes, the president of Beaton Bow Homes. He's got an incredible story. Uh, what's incredible about it, though, is he starts off and here's the, he comes to a business a dinner. By the way, that guy's name we're talking about that lives in Colorado, Minneapolis, Rob Gales. I don't know why I couldn't find his card. I feel really bad. Rob, really appreciate you reaching out to <laughs> Jim us. Jim does not let something go no, until I can't. he finds okay, it. Okay, so Cal Zant worked for Lubbock, uh, Beaton Bow Homes out of Lubbock, Texas. And he, he just started talking about this. Listen, if your people don't know that they're loved, they, they're, they're lost. They need, I mean, he goes, we focus our entire organization on loving our people. And by doing that, then we get the most out of the people that we have and they're the most satisfied with their jobs. But it is all about loving the people that we've been given. He said that they're, they're at Beaton Bow Homes thought that, well, if they're a kingdom company, they make a lot of money and give it away to mission organizations. And they realized they can't do that. They have all of these people that are, that work for them. That is their primary mission field. And they have hundreds of employees and they started doing the focus interior on all their people, loving their people, ministering to the people, some of which are Jesus followers, some are not. And it's transformed their company. It has. And so um, Cal spent some time that evening at the um, Common Pursuit event just explaining how we, in our work, can show people, show the people around us that we love them and what a value that adds to the workplace, to the culture, to their lives and impact. And we we can't recommend it more highly. Sign up for the next Kingdom at Work conference in Lubbock, Texas, probably next fall. uh, Kingdomatwork.com, kingdomatwork.com. All right, so make sure you take a chance to call a listener line. Leave us a message, 866-713-9675, 866-713-WORK. We want to hear from you. We want to hear your stories, your questions. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I, I work, work for, for him. him.